Hey, what's going on, crew? Got a bit of a heavy topic for you today. We're going to be looking at 911 and calling 911 and, and blood sugars and how all that goes and uh, and really diving into a pretty serious situation. Thankfully, everyone's okay. I want to preface it with that, but uh, I got a story for you today that might shock your world as it did mine. So when you get into our theme song and we'll jump straight into the story. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, guys. So uh, as you can tell, I'm a little bit less energetic in today's episode. This topic, it stresses me out, really does. Uh, but a couple days ago, uh, my wife, for the first time in her life, got to dial 911. And uh, I've, I've dialed it before, and that's kind of what comes around when you're uh, training for firefighting the EMT years ago. But, uh, but with her dialing 911 for the first time, uh, obviously less than an ideal situation. Most of the time when you call 911, it's not a good thing, right? Uh, and for us, it was a situation involving our daughter. Now, like I said in the intro, everyone's fine. Uh, everyone is doing great. Uh, but that situation itself... Uh, isn't the first time that parenting has led to a stressful situation. And I was not aware. Well, I was aware. But um, man, loving a child, it, it tears on your heart when they're not doing perfectly well. Uh, so we ended up calling 911 for our daughter. And, uh, you know, everything in the end was fine. And for those who may be curious about um, you know, us potentially overreacting because we are new parents. Uh, we actually had called into what's called the advice nurse line, uh, where you can actually call and say like, Hey, is this serious? Or should we just like stop being overly dramatic? And, uh, after explaining the situation and our concerns, they were like, Oh no, this is actually serious. You need to call 911. Uh, they may need to take your daughter to the hospital in an ambulance I was like, wow. Uh, so with that situation, um, I had always talked to my wife about like, you know, what if an emergency came up when uh, when my my bolus was going on, you know, if I had dosed a bunch of insulin and then all of a sudden somebody needed me and like, what would I do in that situation? And one of my biggest fears, uh, just to be completely vulnerable with you guys, is to have a low blood sugar in the midst of being needed. You know, it's not necessarily the low blood sugar by itself, but to be in a situation where I am needed, whether it's to protect someone or to... Uh, be available or whatever the situation calls for. If there's an emergency and I'm needed for that, and maybe my brain goes there because I spent many years training to be a firefighter and a paramedic as well, uh, never got hired officially, but that was my path. And so I think that I feel called to help people, which is a lot of what I do on here, uh, but to feel needed and not be able to help because of a low blood sugar is one of my greatest fears. Uh, and that situation almost happened, right? We we got to a position where we we're calling 911. It's a pretty emergency based situation. Uh, thankfully, at that point, you know, there wasn't a ton of insulin on board. It's been, you know, an hour or two since I had eaten dinner. So it really wasn't a threat. But that thought across my mind of what if, right, or even at this point, uh, you know, I still had a couple units of insulin on board. What would I do if I started tanking and going low? And yes, I have juice boxes. But, you know, when you're distracted by an emergency situation like that, it's hard to remember <laughs> to grab juice on the way out to the hospital or whatever it looks like. So 
you know, my thought process behind that was, okay, I'll keep an eye on it. I'm going to stuff my backpack with juice boxes just in case, because who knows if the hospital has them, you know, as we're gearing up to get ready to go. And uh, in that situation overall, thankfully did not escalate. The paramedics got there, the fire engine got there and uh, deemed the situation itself to be handled uh, and everything was fine. Brooklyn got to stay home. They said, if you'd like, you can drive yourselves there or we can take you there to the hospital. Uh, but we think she looks stable. And we're like, okay, everybody breathe, right? <laughs> and uh, and, and de-stress for a second. But ultimately, you know, once the firefighters and paramedics had left our house, uh, I took a quick glance at my blood sugar because I was like, I've been running around grabbing stuff. Like I'm probably headed into a, a lower blood sugar, whether it's low itself or headed towards a low, I don't know, but I should check, right? Get an eye on your blood sugars uh, so that you're not caught off guard by them. And I was caught off guard. <laughs> I'll tell you that. And what I had noticed actually was not that they were dropping with all of the activity, running back and forth, packing things and getting things ready to go but rather they had spiked uh, quite significantly. And uh, of course we know this logistically speaking that we know stress can lead to a higher blood sugar, right? Uh, specifically speaking, cortisol, you know, stress hormone can lead to a rise in blood sugars, but it's one of the most difficult things to dose for or strategize for or do anything for with as a type one diabetic, right? So I looked at my blood sugars and uh, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, audible, uh, oof, kind of came out of my mouth like, that's a bummer, right? Blood sugars had skyrocketed and uh, had to make a decision on what kind of action I would take. We still didn't know if we were going to be driving to the hospital or, you know, monitoring our daughter. Uh, and for anybody who doesn't know, our daughter is seven months old. Uh, so the whole, I actually wondered if we were being a little bit too dramatic as new parents was like, maybe we just don't know that babies is having is being stressful. Um, but yeah, the, the hospital and the fire department were like, no, this is a serious situation. We're glad you called. Everything's okay, but you did the right thing. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, but in those situations, deciding what action to take as a father who has type one diabetes, I need to be available to my daughter, to my wife, to whoever needs me. Uh, and I know a lot of parents out there have spoken similar struggles to me on consultation calls that we've had or on coaching calls. You know, I want to be present. I don't want my blood sugars to get in the way. How do I do that? Uh, but also have stable blood sugars and not just let my blood sugar sit in the two and three hundreds, right? So it's this balance we have to achieve and it can be quite difficult if you don't have the right strategy. So I wanted to give you one of my strategies today um, and also some encouragement that life gets crazy sometimes and it's okay to take a breather. Um, so as I'm looking at my blood sugars, they had gone up through that experience. Instead of going down, the stress of the event uh, really wreaked havoc on my blood sugars. It was evident the moment the stress started, my CGM graphs show on the rise, right? So instead of aggressively correcting with insulin, I need to take into account the entirety of the situation, right? I still might need to drive my wife and my daughter to the hospital. Uh, I need to be available to monitor what the situation looks like. I need to be aware of everything going on because if I do take too much insulin and then tank and go into a low, I become useless. My worst fear, right? We're circling back to that. So in order to avoid entering into a situation where my blood sugar is so low that maybe I am not helpful, but I could also potentially become the one who needs help, right? And they call the fire department back and be like, uh, it's the husband now, the dad, he needs your help. <laughs> I want to avoid that if at all possible. 
so instead of overly aggressive correcting, uh, I looked at the situation as, okay, how much insulin on board do I have? Um, am I going to remain stressed out? Do I need to add a temporary basal since I'm on an insulin pump? Um, do I need to take a correction or is the existing insulin board going to help? Can I be active? Can I drink a bunch of water? Like what strategies are available to me, right? Um, I'm probably not going to be able to go for, you know, an hour long walk, A, because it was like midnight, and B, because I have to be present in case my wife or daughter needs me, right? So that strategy, out the door, can't do that one. So looking at what is available. So instead of, uh, you know, dosing aggressively, I personally, and by the way, not medical advice, consult with your doctor before making any medical changes to your medication, blah, blah, blah. You guys get it, right? I'm not a doctor. Uh, so looking at this, this is my perspective. This is what I did with my own diabetes. You can make your own decisions. But what I looked at this situation was uh, I'm less worried about perfect blood sugars, more worried about getting them closer in range so that I can feel better enough to help out and also to uh, take care of myself because you can't ignore yourself. Take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. That's a huge part of it. But with stress and on stress specifically, diabetes is very difficult to predict that specific variable. And now a lot of what I talk about is how to predict blood sugars and where they're going to go. And yes, there is a way to get uh, kind of a ballpark prediction on stressors. But the tough part is you don't always know when the stress is going to happen, right? I was caught off guard by that. And even with insulin and movement, I still saw a spike in blood sugars because I was incredibly stressed out. Uh, with that situation, it was difficult for me to pay attention to my blood sugars because I wanted to give all of my attention to the situation. I wanted to notify the fire department. I wanted to give them the information they needed. So as a result, I got to play the catch-up game, right? Where I'm reacting to my blood sugars or a better word, I guess you could say is responding, right? I, I am responding because I thought it through and made actions. Reacting is more like, oh no, it's high. Throw a bunch of insulin at it, right? You don't want to react. Emotional reactions lead to overcorrections in dangerous situations. You want to think about it and respond appropriately. But when you're playing catch up with blood sugars, especially if it's in the midst of or following a stressful event, you have to look at the whole picture, right? Do I need uh, to push myself all the way back down to 90 or is that going to put myself or is that going to put me in a more difficult situation because now I'm pushing a low, right? If I go further beyond that to 70s and 60s. So instead, what I look at is adjusting the target and adjusting expectations. Do I expect perfect blood sugars during a stressful event? No, <laughs> I'm more focused on the event itself, right? Uh, especially because it is my daughter. Now, I look at different adjustments for different events. So in that situation, as long as I got under 200, I felt okay about it and I would recorrect hours later uh, and bring it back down into an appropriate range and that's exactly what happened. I gave enough insulin to get me under 200 so that I felt good uh, or better I should say. I don't feel great when I'm sitting at you know 180 or something uh, but I'm not going to push for a lower blood sugar number if I need to be present in that moment especially if it is truly an emergency. Right. So in those stressful events, to wrap this up, we're looking at adjusting targets and adjusting expectations. So if you typically shoot for a 90 to 100 for your blood sugars, maybe like me, you can adjust it to shooting for 150, 170, 190, whatever it looks like. So that, yes, blood sugars are being taken care of, but maybe not the top priority in that moment. And you can come back in later and play catch up through a proper response and not an emotional reaction. So I wanted to share that little tip with you. Um, 
Stress absolutely does impact blood sugars. and It can wreak havoc on you, uh, depending on the situation itself. I've worked with a few clients on stressful situations as well. Again, it's one of the most difficult variables to predict because you don't always know when stress is going to hit you. That one snuck up on us. <laughs> it was whew, uh, chaotic and everything's okay now, but in that moment, a little bit of uncertainty there, right? And so as a result, my blood sugars saw that. And so uh, when you're looking at stressful events, it's okay if blood sugars aren't perfect. Look at how can I respond and not react. You don't want to create a new problem when you overreact, right? So instead, think it through. Look at the current event. What are my blood sugars doing? What's the situation look like? And what is the minimum level of success that I can deliver right now? not looking for perfect blood sugars, but what is the uh, next step that I can take to get myself closer to in range, but maybe with adjusted expectations like myself where I shot for, you know, just getting in under 200 so I can feel better. Uh, so I hope that was helpful for you today. Like I said, uh, I, I appreciate all the comments that I'm sure are gonna happen. Uh, if you're commenting on this video, everyone's okay. I appreciate, you know, your prayers, your thoughts and whatever else, but uh, it truly, everyone is doing great. And it was a stressful event. I wanted to share that with you so that when you experience stress, because it's more likely than not going to happen to you as we all experience chaos and stress and your know, life is hectic. So when you do adjust your expectations, give yourself grace, it's gonna be okay, right? Uh, but also consider adjusting your target blood sugar as well because you don't have to be perfect when life is crazy. All right, so really just wanted to give this one to you guys and share a little bit about that experience with you. Uh, my blood sugars are not perfectly flat, streamlined all the time, right? Even in the absence of chaos like that event, uh, my blood sugars still aren't 100%, 100% of the time. Although I know that we talk about doing this every week. Uh, last week we missed it because I interviewed one of our clients. If you missed that one, it's an amazing video. Uh, but since I do it every week, I'm going to show you guys a clarity report. This is this last week, again, above 90%, right? Not at 100, but it is above 90%. And it has consistently been there for years on end. Uh, every single day. And the reason for that is because I use a formula to make decisions for me. It helps to frame these decisions so that diabetes becomes less work for better results. It works. It's amazing. Uh, that's how I run things. Everyone's a little bit different, but if you think that getting more precision with your blood sugars would help you, that's what I do. That's what I specialize in. Be happy to help you if I can. So, um, and if you're looking for more help on that, feel free to go to diabetesinaction.com. It's a great place to get resources, go through a quick training where I teach on uh, really those pieces of the formula that I use, how I use it, and uh, how it can be applied to your life as well. So, jump over there, diabetesinaction.com. Be sure to hit subscribe, comment, like, leave your thoughts, whatever they may be. And uh, look forward to catching you guys next week in the next episode. I've already got some fun stuff planned for you guys. Cannot wait to share. And uh, remember, it's okay to experience stress. It's part of life. But what you do as a response or a reaction will determine how it plays out. All right. So have an amazing week. Catch you guys next time. And keep up the fight.